Hey guys, what's up? And welcome to Taking Over the Photo Pit, a music photography podcast where I talk to badass concert photographers. And I am super excited today. We are sitting here with Kayla and I am gonna not do an intro where I blabber on forever about how incredibly talented she is. So we're just gonna hop right over to her and get to talking because I wanna hear about her journey, how she got started and all of the good juicy details. So hi, Kayla. How are you today? Hey, I'm fine. How are you? I'm pretty good. Kind of tired, but that's, you know, the quarantine part of life right now. <laughs> You've got to go sit outside. That's the that's the key to all of it, sitting outside. Ah, I got to do that today after this call. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Let's just dive into your intro. Like, tell me about who you are, where you're located, how you got started in photography, like all of the good details. Okay, so I'm Kayla. I'm based in Memphis, Tennessee. Um, As far as how I got started in photography, I guess you could say it's been like kind of two breaks. So of course, like when I was young, I always had like a digital camera. So I had Mm -hmm. a Nikon Cool Pix and then I had like two Kodaks. Yeah, I had a purple (laughs) Cool Pix and it was everything because like I paid for it. And then I had um, two different Kodaks, which I don't even remember their names, but the second go round of like, this is when I actually guess I'll say I started officially. Um, It happened during an internship in 2015. So I interned for the Detroit Riverfront Conservancy for events and programming. And then during that summer, I learned how to work the company's Canon T3i, which was pretty cool at the time because Mm -hmm. I didn't have my own DSLR. So using theirs was great. And then I just want to shout out to the auto function because I did not know (laughs) what I was doing or how to, I didn't know how to do anything except that looks like a good moment, take the moment, move on to the next thing. And so I really just did what I was told when it came to like photos that we needed. Mm-hmm. And then after the summer ended, I came back home to Memphis and finished college and everything. But I bought a Canon T5 on Black Friday just to like learn more about photography. But also I had started organizing closets. So I needed like cute photos mm-hmm. to get more clients. Um, so it was called Closet Clarity and it was hilarious because I don't even do it anymore. <laughs> but um, since that time, I've been photographing some of everything. And then that's kind of landed me into like music photography, lifestyle photography. Um, I really call it experiential photography simply because it's like sometimes it's events, but sometimes it's really just about capturing the entire experience of what's happening Mm-hmm. be it like kids running or people like getting in line for a ride at a festival or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So that's me. <laughs> Very cool. So what drew you to like concert photography specifically? Were you going to a lot of concerts or were you just like music is the best? <laughs> uh, I was definitely going to a lot of concerts. Um I was working a job where I had a good amount of hours at work. So the best way that I could like find an actual break and not work is to go to a concert because like you can't sit at a concert and just like email people like you can do it. I don't recommend it, but it was a great moment to not be working and just to be present and in the moment and then living my best life. So I really think that I want to say the Made in America Festival in 2017 
that solidified my desire to like be involved in music um the different sets and the different performers was great but I think when Jay-Z came out and I was able to see like the camera crew and how there was literally a camera over my head I think it's called the I want to say it's the fly cam but seeing that and seeing how people operated that it just like blew my mind because a week after I got back from the festival, it was on title and I was like, I saw that camera. I knew where they were because I was right underneath it to the right <laughs> side. Like I was there. So just seeing all of that and just seeing the people also who operated those cameras, I was like, I could do that. Yeah. Or at least like I could figure it out. I don't want to operate fly cams, but cameras are working pretty good for me right now nice so do you do like just still photography or video or both um still photography I'm getting into video because of like um just passion projects so I'm learning video but I'm not a videographer (laughs) yeah what's the like hardest challenge about uh getting into like video because I hear from okay I'll caveat this with I started doing still photography and then getting into video because I was like, no oh, way. this is super interesting. And I love having like short little video clips and it seems like more bands and mm-hmm. stuff are looking for video. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's definitely hard and definitely different than uh, still photography. So have you had any like struggles or concerns with video or are you just like moving along just trying to learn it as it comes to you I definitely think learning it as it comes to me I have exactly what you're saying I've noticed that a lot of bands are hiring videographers in place of photographers because with a video if everything is like captured correctly you can pull a still from a video but you can't pull a video from a still so (laughs) it's it's kind of like a two for one and I noticed that at a couple of like pits that I've been in with uh videographers that I've like just met and then um so like the alive coverage people I Uh met um one of their members during a Wale show and I was just like this guy's a videographer but he is so good at it like his name is Transition Ninja on Instagram and he is like fire but he was able to pull stills from his video and I was like man I could just start practicing it (laughs) so I think like right now I'm just trying to master like videos in the daytime yeah and then work my way up to videos at nighttime yeah but there aren't any festivals for a minute so I have time (laughs) yeah we got all the time to practice during oh my god (laughs) uh so Actually, let's talk about that, too, because we're, like, right in the middle of the whole COVID thing, and I know that, like, for me, it's pretty much shut everything down, but I'm in LA, so, like, what has it been like for you? How have you been kind of, like, I don't know, practicing your skill set, keeping things Mm -hmm. updated? Like, what have you been doing during all of this? So... I work in marketing on the side also. That's literally been my saving grace this entire, the entire time. Because luckily we're able to find things to do. But in terms of photography, like, there's a skateboard park that opened up down the street from my house. So (laughs) So when there are moments that I can, like, go over there, I'm trying to go. Because it's a good way for me to capture people in motion 
and moving people. Yeah. And so if it's that or if it's just calling my friends over and having like a quote unquote dance party, but it's really Kayla's trying to photograph you so that she can make sure that her images are still sharp. And then just learning how to play around with light differently in different situations. So that's literally what I've been doing to try to keep my portfolio updated, I guess. Yeah. But it, it is so tough because this year I definitely knew that like okay I was gonna go to this festival and this festival like I knew for sure that there would be two festivals in Memphis that like I would be able to get publication credits for to -hmm. photograph and so there are no pub passes there's no festival yeah so it's very very interesting it's definitely the one thing that I will say is that it's made me work on creating connections with people more Like, I always randomly reach out to people on LinkedIn, but now they're really responding (laughs) because they're they're at their computers just like I am. Yeah. Regarding, like, you were just talking a little bit about, like, festivals and stuff and mentioning publications. Do you work with a few publications right now? Or do you mostly, like, shoot for yourself? Or, like, how do you get into shows if there were shows right now? (laughs) If there were shows, it would depend on the show. So there is one company in Memphis that I um, that I kind of work with as far as publication-wise. But mm-hmm. then I've also built, like, I just talk to people. So I've randomly built connections with people who happen to be promoters at clubs or promoters over, like, entire tours. That's so, so good. I've randomly gotten, like, a message on Facebook where... So I guess funny story. So there was the Wale tour that was happening and he uh, it was called Wow That's Crazy. And so they came to Memphis. I essentially was like, oh man, I want to photograph this. So me, I did the traditional route. I reached out to the publicist, reached out to, um, yeah, reached out to the publicist multiple times. I didn't get a response. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect a response really, but it would have been nice. So from there, I went and called the box office. I happened to call the box office at the event, well, at the location, uh, what's it called? Minglewood, at Minglewood Hall. And so the guy that answers the phone happens to be the same guy that manages Growlers, another location. Oh, nice. And so I had been talking, I had managed to get through to um the promoter the actual promoter of the southern region uh which was Bo O'Brien so okay. it was like but he was working with Mark at Growlers the Memphis people and so when I called Minglewood I was like Mark what are you doing here he's like I'm working I was like okay well I'm just calling to see if I was approved for a pass he's like oh were you yeah go ahead <laughs> I was like what <laughs> but okay. it's just like the weirdest small well this isn't a small town but it was one of those small town moments where a previous relationship that I had with someone who happened to be at a different venue carried over into another venue and so that night I also learned a little bit about um just touring in terms of merchandise and how does it typically work when people come by after the show to buy merchandise like I'm a fan, so I've definitely bought merch before, but just hearing about the way that he explained it and stuff that goes into it, I was like, I never thought there would be these deep logistics, 
for some shirts, some CDs, <laughs> some wristbands, and backpacks. But it makes it makes a lot of sense. So, yeah, promotion networking with the promoters um, has definitely helped me in terms of shows and getting in, and then an actual publication. But I'd say, if possible, reaching out to multiple publications yeah. and just seeing who bites. And then if you don't know, if no one actually bites, I stalk people on LinkedIn. Yeah. I heavily stalk people on LinkedIn to the point where it'll say, Kayla Willis has viewed your profile. Mm-hmm. And then 30 minutes later, they'll come back and view my profile. And then I follow them. And then they follow me back. So then I actually send a conversation. Nice. Say, hey, I saw that you work here. We should be friends. And I'm interested in this, in this, in this. <laughs> and then they respond. I have not thought of using LinkedIn as a way to communicate with people for like concert photography stuff. LinkedIn but I guess that makes sense. It. I'm telling you, LinkedIn is how... When I was trying to get into the Memphis Festival, I looked up the staff and I couldn't find information on Google. So then I went to LinkedIn and of course they're like, ticket coordinator at MIFO, logistics at MIFO, whatever, yeah. whatever at MIFO. So then I found one of the communications people and then I reached out to him and I was just like, hey, I'm passionate about photography. I'm pretty good. Here's my link. Yeah. Let me know if you have any needs, blah, blah, blah. And then... Uh, he reached back out and gave me his email address and then we continued conversation from there and then when October came I had already bought a VIP pass anyways because I knew I just had a lot of faith in the festival yeah but then when October came I was at MIFO with a VIP pass and a photo pit pass nice yeah Lincoln is definitely a friend Networking definitely pays off, and that's mm-hmm. something that we talk about a lot on this podcast is, like, definitely, like, get out of your comfort zone and talk to people, but for, like, all the shy people listening and fellow introverts, like, I guess LinkedIn is, like, a perfect way of communicating because you're behind that, like, internet wall, Exactly. You know? LinkedIn is your cousin. <laughs> Instagram is how you find people also, but... Yeah. If they're on LinkedIn, you can see when they've commented on things. You can tell who's active on their LinkedIn. Yeah. And a lot of times I've noticed it's the higher decision-making people who seem to be active on yeah, LinkedIn. Yeah, totally. So get your next job on LinkedIn. Sorry, <laughs> I don't sponsored. have a discount. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have a discount code for you. <laughs> How funny. So you talked a little bit about the like Memphis music industry so far can we dig into that more because I'm always curious about like different cities and their music Mm -hmm. industry so like is it like super like small town tight-knit by you or is it like a lot of new people coming and going all the time is it like younger people like what's what's kind of like the demographic of the music industry especially when it comes to concert photographers it's really a well demographics of concert photographers or the demographics of the actual concerts doesn't matter both Okay. (laughs) Um, So for the concerts, I would definitely say there's a mixture of both. There are so many talented people in this city. So 
you might go on Beale Street and hear a band perform, but then you might go to a different club um, that's downtown and hear a different band. Like, it's so many different scattered sounds, but it's all kind of, there's an overlapping, like, soul fulfill to all of it nice. but at the same time like we have like a lot of rap artists that are coming out a lot of indie artists and when I say indie I mean like not necessarily alternative rock but is Apple classifies pop music they classify it as alternative I've noticed okay. that recently um <laughs> so a lot of alternative pop um kind of sort of lo-fi got DJs that do like not only rap music but also some EDM mixes house mixes so I've really seen a mixture of some of everything. Oh, and then we have like blues, yeah. like actual blues singers. And they typically are on Beale Street. But anywhere else throughout the city, you can hear so many different types of sounds. It really co- it really boils down to what type of sound you're looking for, because I'm pretty sure there's someone who plays it. Yeah. And then in terms of photographers, so I've noticed that like the concert photographers here, they're... I've seen maybe a few that are older, not many. Huh. A lot are a lot are younger, but the thing I want to say that one of the biggest things for us is our festivals. Okay. So when I've seen like at the Wale show, at the Wale show there was me and there was a guy named Adaryl. So mm-hmm. Adaryl and I have shot Beale Street Music Fest together. Minfo, we've shot a Three Six Mafia show. We've shot a uh, Wale together. So. Adele is kind of becoming my concert buddy at this point. Nice. Because I just see him at all of the shows. But then there are other people like um like we have a uh, Austin Anderson who does some of the bigger festivals. So the Bill Street Music Fest and the Memphis Festival are like our two bigger music festivals. Okay. And so that's typically when I see Austin. Or like Michael Butler underscore at one nine oh one. I probably butchered his Instagram handle, but y'all can find him there. But yeah, so it's definitely a mix in terms of like women in the pit. I've only seen, I've only seen like maybe three or four, but I tend to see more women when it comes to the actual festivals. So oh, not as like shows. Yeah, so. Like, at PJ Morton, which was at uh, Minglewood also, it was just me and then PJ Morton's team. And then when it came to um, Earth Gang, Growlers got me in with a photo pass for the first artist. But it was, like, myself. And huh. then, the Earth, yeah, and then, like, Earth Gang has their own team. So, after, like, the first opening artist, it's like, okay, great scene, y'all. Yeah. Gotta go. Yeah. But and it was also a much smaller venue. So in terms of a photo pit, there wasn't much of a photo pit per se. But yeah. yeah. Interesting. I definitely yeah, I know. It's very, very weird. But I think that honestly, music photography, when I've seen when I've been to other festivals, I haven't seen just like a ton of women. Except the Anderson Pack show that I went to in Nashville. Oh my god, <laughs> I saw like four women in the pit, and there were like eight people there. I was like, "What?" It was definitely an eye opener. Yeah, but I would definitely say Nashville probably had more women live music photographers. Yeah, 
but I've, I've been in a lot of pits that were, at yeah, least in LA, were all men. And then I've yes. been in, like, I was in a pit once that was, like, 12 women at, what? like, a big name band. And I was like, this is so exciting. And I was just, like, so hyped because it was just all of these great women photographers. But... I just find it funny because it varies. It definitely yeah. varies per city. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in LA, there's a lot of younger people, but there's definitely a lot of older people. So when you're in like any sort of festival, any pit, really, um, I feel like most of the people photographing it are older. Yeah. So yeah. that's why I like to ask is like, the dynamics change across, I think also like the kind of music has an impact, yep. but the city definitely has an impact. I definitely think so. And I also think that more so in Memphis when it comes to concerts, like I've noticed that it's publication driven. So like my yeah. friend Ariel, she works for a publication, like full-time photographer. So when I know that there's a bigger event coming up, I text her, I'm like, hey, are you going to this festival today? She's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'll be there. So then I see, like, another black girl. And then, like, her hair is bigger than mine. So I'm like, hey, Ariel. <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, So I ask this question every interview. And this is one thing that I, like, always love bringing up. And we're kind of touching on it because... I started doing these interviews to kind of, like, highlight women and talk Mm -hmm. about, like, women working in the industry and, like, issues that we've faced. Um, So, like, I just want to talk a little bit about, like, if you've experienced any sort of prejudices from working in the industry. And that can be anything from sexism, ageism, racism, really anything. Um, because I just, like, really want to bring light to these issues and, like, talk about people's experiences. Um, so have you experienced anything bad? And, like, you know, like, what impact, I guess, has that had on you as, like, a photographer working in the music industry? So I have been very, very, very fortunate because, like, I haven't had any incidents, any, like, I haven't had anything, like, just, I guess, overt happen to me. Like, I can't even think of anything covert except the fact that I noticed that there are a lot of white guys that are in the photo pits, and there's a lack of women and a lack of women of color and then even, like, a lack of black women in the photo pit. But besides that, like, I've always... I'm not going to say I've always had good experiences, because sometimes like security will be jerks completely yeah but even besides like a rude security guard I've met like a lot of other really nice security guys who are like yeah are you coming yeah so like when they um they'll see me coming with the camera they're like hey are you coming in here okay cool and just like very very open and welcoming but I I will definitely say that I've been super fortunate because I've heard from um, other women in a Facebook group that I'm in and they, they have not had the same experience. And so, yeah, yeah, definitely fortunate for that. I'm really happy to hear that because like (laughs) sometimes it gets like really sad for me asking this question because people talk about, you know, really in just 
I don't it know how else to it say it. Heavy, heavy. And, and sad, yeah. Exactly, heavy and deep stuff. And it's just that I've I've always wondered, like, if I were in a situation that is similar to the ones that I've read, where like security grabs you, lifts you up, and yeah. throws you out because of no fault to your own, but just because like you were there, but yet the yeah. guys are still there. Like I've read incidents about that. I'm just like. How would I even respond? And that's one thing that I still, I still don't have an answer for yet. So it's definitely like a heavy subject and, but like, it's also interesting because I want to kind of paint the picture of what it's like in different cities and how Mm -hmm. like different people have different experiences and it's, it's just going to be different. So like, that's why I want to bring up everyone's kind of personal story and talk about it because I don't want people to get started in the music industry and then like face something that Mm -hmm. they absolutely hate and like want to back out of it. It's like it, it, you know, every, every job kind of sucks, but like, it's definitely different per person, per location you know all of that so I'm actually really really happy to hear that you haven't <laughs> faced anything bad that makes me a uh, good way to start my my week hearing something positive <laughs> happy Monday <laughs> uh, I love it okay so let's jump back to a question that I this question is just very interesting to me because I think that everyone's answer is totally different. And that's what is success to you when it comes to like your music photography career? Like what would success look like? Have you achieved it yet? Like, let's talk about like what your goals are and like what you want mm-hmm. to do. So success in music photography, definitely not there yet, but um, at least not where I want to be. But I think that, so, I think that because, like, I have a marketing background, but such a deep love of, like, photography and music and just bringing experiences to people. Yeah. I think that they're, like, of course, they're, like, venues and festivals, different artists that, like, I have on my list that I want to capture. But I think that ultimately success for me in music photography would be getting to an ultimate space of where like I'm in a position to hire and select other photographers so be it like a photo editor or a festival director or a venue owner like I saw the internet in 2018 and I was amazed because there was a guy who was working the security line in the parking lot and he was hilarious but then my friend got us VIP tickets so we were up in the balcony Uh and I saw the same guy from the parking lot and I told him I said sir aren't you supposed to be working security like just joking with him and then yeah. he goes this is my this is my place I run everything and I was like what <laughs> like that is possible at a young age because he he definitely was nowhere near like he was maybe like 34 or 35 mm-hmm. and so being in a venue and having the ability to bring those events to people and make other people happy and to put other people on like I definitely think that that's where I would want my music photography career to go Nice. Very cool. Um, okay, so <laughs> I love doing these questions, too. So let's get into some quickfire questions and just, like, talk a little bit more about photography specifically. So are you a Nikon, Canon, Sony, or other shooter right now? I'm a Canon girl. Ah, rude. I'm a <laughs> are Nikon you a Nikon? Girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> There's like such a dramatic fight between all of the camera bodies, it seems. Sony is looking kind of nice right now. <laughs> yeah. Nikon just came out with another camera that's like a, uh, a mirrorless and yep. I've been staring at it. And I'm like, I have no reason to buy it because we're in quarantine. I can't even go shoot. Oh anything. my god! And I'm like, I want literally. Buy it. <laughs> I literally had to stop myself from getting. Um, so Canon released like the R5 and yeah. R6. One of those just got released. The other one was already released. But I saw a lot of people saying, "Oh, we're gonna get this camera. We're gonna get this one." And then Sony came out like the, what was it two weeks later saying like, "We're gonna have an announcement on this date." Yeah. So, like, the people that I saw saying they wanted Canon, they're like, oh, nope, never mind. Waiting. Change my mind. Yeah. So, I'm like, oh. <laughs> Might be kind of interesting in Sony world. Uh, yeah. No, it's... A, I think that there's something appealing about all the other brands that everyone's like, what if? Like, what if I had that other Same. camera? Would my images be sharper? Would they be better? Like, uh, yeah. But, yeah, there's always that. Fear of missing out, pretty much. Okay, so can you describe your photography style in three words? So, I've been thinking about this. Um, <laughs> I came up with light, um, natural, and then the last one, I couldn't find a synonym for it, but it was just, like, in the moment. So, nice. I just okay. wrote, like, fluid. Because technically, photography is supposed to capture a moment when it's happening, so it's yeah. kind of redundant, but... Got Those it. are the words that I came up with. Nice. <laughs> that one always like stumps people. They're always like, "Yeah, yes. I have to think about this one." <laughs> Literally, there are so many posts in these Facebook groups that I'm in. They're like, "Hey guys, here are five photos. Can you figure out my style?" Or then it's like, "Hey guys, I don't know if this is airy or this is contrast." Oh what yeah. Do you think and I'm just like, dark and know. moody and yes, light oh my- and airy are like the two buzz if, terms. If I literally took a shot for every time I saw the word moody come up on this one thread. Like, I wouldn't have made this call because it's just like, is everyone moody and contrasty right now? Which, by the way, like, I've been having a blast with the hue slider. So I've been playing a lot on the blue slash coral spectrum. Nice. So I don't know if that's a style. I don't know how to incorporate that, but that's another one i think that like experimenting with editing just in general like literally playing around with the different sliders on lightroom is such a big like learning tool like you can learn Mm -hmm. so much from literally just playing around with it because like i get bored watching like tutorials and i'm like i feel like i know a lot but then i'll go into lightroom and Mm -hmm. be like what does this do and then just incorporate that into my editing go back and edit a photo from like two or three years ago and I promise you will be shook (laughs) like I did that and I was just like why did I think that it was a good idea to de like I dehaste everything oh yeah every single image I dehaste and I'm like the exposure was fine the entire photo was fine there was no need to dehaze it like it's completely fine (laughs) (laughs) how funny okay what's your favorite show that you've ever photographed Mm. So it's between The Revivalist at Mefo the Festival or Black Boy JB at Beale Street Music Festival. Very cool. 
Last year was a good year. <laughs> Festival shows are always incredible, too. We just don't get as much production. That's the only thing, like, mm-hmm. in terms of, like, the staging. Like, the lighting will be okay, but since it's not, like, a closed venue, the lighting... I assume that, like, the lighting designers, like, they probably like the closed concerts that are, like, the regular touring schedules more than they do festivals because, like, there's so much space for them to just go wild. Uh, Whereas, like, festivals, just like, all right, you're going to sit here at three performances back-to-back with either orange, purple, pink, maybe some red. Oh, my God, please no red. But (laughs) this is, this is, these are the lights that you get. (laughs) How funny. Uh, Do you have any bucket show bucket list shows i don't know why i messed this question up i think every time i ask it bucket list shows (laughs) i would say made in america um i really like umi she's a really cool singer and then moonchild so they were on tour with jill scott this year they were on tour with the internet in 2018 and so I met them this year and I told them hey guys I saw you at um, I saw you at the internet in 2018 I'll see you guys in a few years on tour because I'll be your photographer (laughs) I love that I figured what else can they say besides laugh it off like what do you do (laughs) what else do you say that's so funny so definitely them very cool um and then photographers that you admire who live music only or just like in general you know what no you can open it up to anyone so i say to maya colvin because of she's very educational and also she's a photographer so she combines those realms of teaching other people and like pulling other people but also like pulling herself up um i say greg noir for live music like he's great oh yeah love his work um i say alberto gonzalez for like branded things because like he can make a fendi purse look nice and i don't (laughs) even really like fendi but his images just make me really like go on their website and say hey maybe i'm missing out nice and then I look at the price tag and I'm like, mm, that's a 7200. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's my 2470 or I could get a 7200 or something else, but no. <laughs> don't need it. Yeah, the photographers that can like turn anything into incredible. Oh my god. Just like pieces of art, like they inspire me even if it's like mm-hmm. not the kind of photography that I do so I totally get that I'm gonna butcher her name but Alexandra I think it's like Gabby A it's like G-A-V-I-L-L-E-T she did she does like music but it's very portraity but her colors are literally so bright uh. like paint type of colors and I just wonder I'm like she when I hear the phrase like paint with your camera paint I'm like okay but she does it it's really her work is amazing very cool okay so this is my last question for you um yeah bummer whenever I get to this I'm always like this is a bummer because I'm wrapping it up but like this is probably the most important question of the whole interview chat is just like what is the best piece of advice that you've received or a piece of advice that you want to pass on to those starting out or in the music industry? Um, being a nice person will get you far. 
love someone that. told me that and they were like as long as you're you remain a nice person yeah. don't compromise your morals and things like that but just be a nice person that people like being around and yeah. it'll get you in spaces yeah uh i think that two or three other people have also said something really? similar See? yeah there is one i think the first one was just like so blown she was like don't be a dick and i was like yeah 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 that'll that'll help yeah but like yeah, something. I, I totally get it because i mean we were talking earlier about networking and like it's all about who you know and just being kind to people like creates those relationships and if you're nice it'll bring you places really yeah, I've definitely gotten into a festival with my camera just by being nice to the people at the door. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Not saying that everyone should go this way because honestly, publications pay you. That's a great route to go. <laughs> uh, well, very cool. What an <laughs> awesome way to end it. Just... <laughs> Go to a show, guys. See if you can get in by being nice. You know, Absolutely. life hack and try it out for me. Tell me how it goes. <laughs> okay, so before we sign off, can you shout out where people can find your work and find you on social media? So on social media, it's K-A-E-Y-L-A.W, so Kayla.W. And then on the internet, you can find me at caughtbykate.com so it's K's instead of C so it's K-A-U-G-H-T by B-Y K-A-E-T-E dot com. Awesome. Was going through her face. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, Everyone that's listening, please go check out Kayla's work because I got lost in her website. It is so good. (laughs) So please go check her out. Go give her a like and a follow on Instagram and all of that good stuff. And thank you so much, Kayla, for joining me. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm going to go take a nap. (laughs) 